Hello, this is Deborah Cohen of A Story and a Song. I invite you to write in the chat and tell me where you're watching from live. And you're welcome to post any questions on topic. So get yourself in a place where you can listen well, and I'll be right back after this message. <laughs> Hi, this is Deborah Cohen, and I uh, thank you for joining me for a story and a song. And the chat box is open, and usually my husband pops in shortly after the broadcast starts. So let's see if he's here yet in the chat room. And for those of you that don't know where to find me, go to twitch.tv slash Deborah Cohen Music. So let me check while you get yourself together and practice your breathing because we're going to absorb, absorb, <laughs> absorb, Revelation from the prayer, Adon Olam. Ah, Marty Cohen says, he's here. Thank you, Marty. Marty is here watching from beautiful Georgia, the state of Georgia. Post your comments. And darling, while you're listening, if anybody does comment and you want to help them along or answer any of their questions they might have, please help me out. Post your comments and where you are from here. Thank you. Okay, so again, I'm Deborah Cohen. We're going to talk today about Adon Olam. I think it's very important, especially because my native tongue is not Hebrew, it's English. So sometimes we can get into the habit, myself included, of praying in Hebrew which this prayer we're going to talk about today is in Hebrew as well as English. But if you don't have a command of the Hebrew language, which I am learning and don't yet have a command, it's easy to start praying the words in Hebrew without understanding really what you're saying. And in order to have a relationship with God, it requires his wisdom, understanding, and knowledge to start with. So if you're praying in Hebrew and you don't know what you're saying, chances are it may be for you that you have kavana or intention. But if you want to go deeper still, which you are, all of us can go deeper in prayer. It requires bina, understanding. And so we must understand what we are praying and today we're going to talk about Adon Olam. So if you want to get your notes together or simply be in a place of no distractions so that you can listen, I'm going to share with you an article by OutTorah.org. Adon Olam. The tefillah of Adon Olam has been given much prominence. It was placed at the start of our daily Shakrit Tefillah. It is recited by many nightly before going to bed. And we begin our Rosh Hashanah 
in Yom Kippur Tefilot in the morning using a special nusach for this inspiring tefillah. In effect, we start and end our day with Adon Olam every day of the year and give it even more attention on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, of which is coming up soon. Interestingly, the exact origin of Adon Olam is not clearly known. It was either formulated by the Geonim, who preceded the Rishonim, or by Harav Shlomo ibn Gabiro, who lived at the end of the Geonic period, or at the start of the Rishonim period. The Matei Moshe writes, in the name of Rabbi Yehuda HaChesed, Rav HaGayaon, and Rav Sherira Gaon, that anyone who concentrates at the beginning of Adon Olam is, listen now, guaranteed that his tefillah will be accepted. Okay, and that's found in the Pathway to Prayer by Harav Meyer Binbaum. Quote, when the Malach Michael hears this tefillah, writes Rav Yaakov Rechach, he brings it before Hashem. You can find this in Arise and Sing by Rabbi Yisroel Beser Artscroll. What is it about this tefillah that makes it so outstanding and significant? Harav Pinchas of Polochsk in 1747 through 1823, authored a commentary on the Sidur titled Magid Tzedek. He brought it to the Vilna Gaon for Haskama. The Gaon opened it and read just one thought, but he was so impressed by it that he immediately gave his approbation, saying that the entire commentary was worth it if only for this single explanation. What was the insight that so impressed the Gra? Rav Pinchas suggested that we begin Tefilot Shacharis, or excuse me, this is Ashkenazi, so it's a little different than Sephardi letters. Tefilas Shacharis with the Tefila of Adon Olam, because Shakarit was instituted by Avraham Avinu, who was the first to call Hashem Adon, Master. And you can find that in Barachos 7b. So the question that will be, Bezrat Hashem, addressed in the next segment is, what was the novelty of Avraham Avinu calling Hashem Adon? Thank you, Marty. You're doing a great job in the chat box telling people what these Hebrew terms are. Thank you. What did he discover that those before him, like Mesushalach, Noach, and Shem, did not know? Even though it is nice to connect Adon Alam to Shakri through Avraham Avinu, what is so earth-shattering about this connection and what it truly means that it warrants all the prominence and all that has been quoted about this powerful tefillah and that caused the Vilna de Gaon to be so impressed. 
Harav Shimon Schwab and Rav Schwab on Prayer, found in the Art Scroll, answers these questions with a beautiful and crucially important message, which Adon Olam conveys to us and of which we must remind ourselves daily at the start and end of our day. So I ask you, what is that message? See if you can focus more on Adon Olam this coming week and contemplate what message you feel this powerful tefillah delivers to you each day and evening if you say it at night. Then we'll come back after the prayer and we'll read more about Adon Olam, Bizrat Hashem. So get your prayer mode in gear and we're going to look at Adon Olam and pray it together right now in English. Hopefully you can see this. If it's too small, make your screen bigger if you're able, because I don't have the ability to do that from here. Adonai, Svatai, Open our eyes and ears so that we may sing your praise, but we'll read it today together. Adon Olam, Asher Malach, Beterem Kol Yitzir Nivra, Laet Naasa Vechefso Kol, Azai Melech Shimoni Gra. And I'm going to jump to the English because that's what we were supposed to be looking at. Let me see if I can make this a little bit bigger from where I'm watching here so that we can all read it together. I hope this is getting better for you as far as seeing it better. All right, let us pray. Crown of all time, the one who reigned before all mortal shape was made. And when God's will brought forth all things, then was the name supreme proclaimed. And after everything is gone, Yet one alone, awesome, will reign. God was, and is, and will remain in splendid balance over all. And God is one, no second is. None can compare or share God's place. Without beginning, without end, God's is all might and royal grace. This is my God, my help who lives, refuge from pain in time of trial, my banner and my place to fly, my cup's portion when dry I cry. To God's kind hand I pledge my soul each time I sleep again to wake, and with my soul, this body, here, Adonai's love is mine, I shall not fear. Amen and amen. And there you have Adon Olam in prayer in English, and we're going to come back to it with more understanding and sing it, hopefully, in Hebrew together.
So let me continue and share with you more revelation about Adon Olam. So we ended before this prayer in English with the following questions. What was the novelty of Avraham Avinu being the first one to call Hashem Adon? Now, even though it is nice to connect Adon Olam to Shakrit through Avraham Avinu, what is so earth-shattering about this connection? And what it truly means that warrants all the prominence and all that has been quoted about this powerful tefillah. In order to provide the full power of what Harav Shimon Schwab writes about this tefillah and about how it expresses the most basic concept of our tefillos, we share with permission of the copyright holders, Art Scroll and Masora Publication, a longer than usual excerpt from Rav Schwab on prayer. The world had to wait until Avraham Avinu discovered that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should be addressed as Adonai. What did he discover that none of his illustrious ancestors, Mesushalach or Noach or Shem, knew? To understand this, we must analyze the true meaning of Adon, meaning master. A master has a personal relationship with his servant. Whenever the servant performs his duties, he is directly serving his master. By way of contrast, a melech has only a very general relationship with his subjects because he has an entire nation to govern and very few people know him personally. We refer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu as Melech HaOlam in all of our brachos, and a bracha is not complete without this reference. However, we preface this appellation with Baruch Ata'a Aronai, meaning that we recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu as our master before referring to him as the king of the universe. So, when addressing HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we recognize first that he is my personal master with whom I have a personal relationship. He knows me. Say that out loud to yourself right now. He knows me. Then we acknowledge that my master is the king of the universe. So while the earlier great Sadikim recognized Hashem as Melech HaOlam, the universal king, it was only Avraham Avinu who recognized that the Adon of the world is really Adonai, each individual's personal master. He taught that while HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Melech HaOlam, nevertheless, he is aware of each individual akin to the relationship of a servant to his master, and thus each individual has a personal relationship to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Did you know that? Do you know that Hashem has a personal relationship with you? Do you acknowledge Him in your conversations with other people? That you have a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu? And then He is your King. Wow, is all I can say. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. This personal relationship of HaKadosh Baruch Hu with his creatures applies not only to human beings, 
but also to the universe as a whole. We are aware that there are billions of stars in billions of galaxies in the cosmos, yet HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a personal relationship with each one of them, and he has a purpose for each one of them. This is the meaning of the words we repeat daily in Pesuke de Zimra. He counts the number of the stars. To all of them, he assigns names. And you can find that in Psalm 147, verse 4. To him, Adonai, all these billions of heavenly bodies are just a mispar, a small number in Hebrew, because he has a personal relationship with each one. To all of them, he assigns names, means each one has a purpose. So I ask you, do you know your purpose in relationship with Hashem? The king of the universe. So when a person stands before Hashem in Tefillah, he should know that while HaKadosh Baruch Hu is truly the Melech HaOlam, the king of the universe, he nevertheless has a personal relationship with each individual. He is Adonai, my master. I heard a story from Rav Yosef Brewer, which he told about his father, my Rebbe, Rav Shlomo Zalman, or Solomon Brewer. The elder Rav Brewer was a very good friend of Rav Shimon Sofer, the Rav of Krakow, a brother of Ksav Sofer and a son of the Chassam Sofer. Once, when the two friends meet, Rav Shimon Sofer asked Rav Brewer to tell him a short vort, V-O-R-T, from his father-in-law, Rav Samson R. Hirsch, upon which Rav Brewer told him that Rav Hirsch would point out that while Adon Olam describes the unfathomable eternity and omnipotence of Hashem, it nevertheless makes reference to him in a very personal way. Vehu Eli, he is my God. Vehu Eli, he is my God. Repeat that with me. Vehu Eli, he is my God. Each person in his tefillah says, I have a personal relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He is my personal God. Therefore, whenever a person says the word Adonai, my master, no matter how small he thinks he is or she, he is in direct contact with God. This thought is the introduction to any individual's ayun tefillah, concentration on prayer. There is nothing mystical or supernatural about it. For those who poo-poo prayer and say, I'm not spiritual or prayer doesn't work for me. It should be the most natural thing in the world. Someone once asked me how one davens with kavanah intent. And I beat my heart when I say kavanah because the prayer must come from not only your head, but your heart. Kavanah, intention, for one simply cannot concentrate for so long. I advised him to simply start by saying Baruch Ta Adonai. So repeat after me. 
Baruch Ata Adonai. And to concentrate on its meaning. He should continue with this thought every time these words occur. If a person practices this often enough, his kavanah will eventually flow over to the rest of the tefilos. We can now understand why our days start and end with Adon Olam, I hope, which expresses the most basic concept of our tefilos, that no matter how insignificant we may be, no matter how full of shortcomings we are or think we are, we still have the right to approach HaKadosh Baruch Hu directly. The Adon of all creation is Eli, my personal God, Eli. We fall asleep each night with the words, I entrust my spirit into his hand when I go to sleep and when I am awake. Despite the fact that we live in a dangerous world and do not know what the next minute may bring, nevertheless, when we are about to drift off to sleep, we entrust our lives to Hashem's hands. Oh, hallelujah. To quote a prosaic commercial slogan, relax and leave the driving to us. How many of you remember that? Relax and leave the driving to us. So too, we should also have this feeling that we are in good hands and place our complete trust in our personal Adon. Therefore, we close our eyes at night and say, Hashem is with me. I shall not fear. If Ayun Tefillah teaches nothing but what to think when we say, Baruch Ata Adonai, and say it with meaning, the ensuing Tefillah will result in these are the precepts whose fruits of a person enjoys in this world, but whose principle remains intact for him in the world to come. Toda, toda, toda means thank you. So I hope that you have experienced more bina, more understanding of this prayer, Adon Olam, and what it is so what it means significantly. And yes, I'm getting demonstrative. Oh yes, because it's exciting to glean more knowledge about what we're praying, don't you think? So let us make a joyful noise because God is pleased when we sing praises to his name. We don't have to get all puffed up.
Olam with me. I thank you for listening and hope that you'll come again next Sunday at 11:30 a.m. Eastern Time for a story and a song. And please share this recording, which you can find on my YouTube channel, Deborah Cohen Music. Thank you for listening. God bless your soul and Shavuot Tov. Mm-hmm.